0: what is up everybody welcome into another episode of cheers from the press box i'm your host brendan tassif joined as always by my co-host and very good friend mr joe dorville what is going
1: on 70 points bcu love you for taking that payday get the boys started off right oh am I coming in too early <laughs> what happened <laughs> I'm not talking, not talking about the U being back. You're not going to do this to me again?
0: Oh, yeah. The U is back. Welcome in, everybody. If you are new to the program, with a quick rundown of the show. We're going to talk about the main topics and all the major sports right now. NFL season is upon us. Also, we did have the kickoff of the college football season. We'll talk some NBA as well. Then we will get into the quick hits quick. We will talk about some other tertiary sports, some things going on. Uh, we do not have a walk off this week. We've kind of been slacking on the walk offs. We will start doing them eventually one of these days. And then the press conference, where we will pedal our wares. But we're going to start this week the same way we do every week,
2: Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go.
0: Bump, 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 bump. We're back, baby. The NFL is Back. So we're going to try something new this week for everybody listening. We're going to talk about some of the things in the NFL we want to talk about. And then we have a new gambling segment we're going to do. But we'll get to that later. First, the biggest news in the NFL right now is my fantasy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Russell Wilson signing a new deal. uh, Five years added on to the two already existing. Takes him all the way till his 40th birthday with the Denver Broncos. Joe, what are we taking away from these seven more years of Russell Wilson?
1: Seven more years means we're guaranteed to get about three to four more years of Russell um, (laughs) Wilson. In the second half of the last two seasons, there's been a bit of a tail off in his performances. So I'm stunned that they would uh, try to lock him up for that long in that duration. Do you think they're going to let him
0: cook? I mean, the big rub against him and they got to if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna pay him
1: if you're gonna trade all those assets for him you kind of gotta let the reins go but how much return are you gonna see on that and how good is this team
0: actually uh five years 242 million dollars for everybody listening
1: how much of that was guaranteed
0: uh signing bonus of 161 million guaranteed or excuse Mm -hmm. me $50 $50 million signing bonus, 161 guaranteed. So okay. 201 Or no, I'm sorry. The guaranteed is in with the signing bonus. So 161 total.
1: Okay. So that's going to correct uh, some of the quarterback contracts going forward, especially with uh, Lamar still looming out there um, because of the, the Deshaun Watson contract kind of put everything in flux because it was like, wait, he has a fully guaranteed contract. So why shouldn't I get a fully guaranteed? I have an MVP in the playoff performance. And then a couple of playoff performances that are worth speaking about. Um, so this kind of corrects the mark because this is a super bowl winning quarterback. But the thing is Lamar is still like damn near 10 years younger than Russell Wilson. anyways. but back to Russell Wilson, um, this defense for as good as we thought it was once, uh, once Vaughn Miller left, they kind of came crashing down to earth a bit. So let's see how the defense performs. Um, the receiving core, I'm not even going to judge them off last season because they had Drew Locke and Tay Two Gloves, who really can't throw the ball more than 20 yards without panicking. Um, so I'm not gonna judge them on that. So it's really, really how this running game performs. Javante Williams did pretty good last year. And then seeing if Jerry Judy, you know, continues building on some of the stuff he did yet last year after coming back from injury, and then is Corton Sutton gonna be continue to be good to better than good and then who are their other guys because i believe jerry, judy. Patrick jerry judy
0: needs to have a big year for my fantasy purposes <laughs> is
1: this your first year back in fantasy and yeah, since when two years in two years wow oh so you stopped when the pandemic happened basically yeah okay okay i thought you were taking a, i thought you had taken a much longer time off no
0: I, I did like a couple of work ones two years when ago when i was still at morton so god yeah two or three years ago um the thing I wanted to say is uh, to your point, <clears throat> what you were talking about as far as the uh, cap or the contract and uh, the hit against the cap. So they have to keep him. They're obviously going to keep him for the next three years. But then after that, the cap hit, not including this season. So after the 2025 season, the cap hit drops all the way down. It's still a big hit, but it's it's uh, 58 million. Or if they cut him, it'll be 31 million against the cap. Um, and then it drops to 12, and then four. So by the time the contract's almost up, they can more than
1: Happily get easily out of there. Maneuver it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially because the cap's going to jump by uh, 2026 with the new TV rights anyway. So 12 mm. million dollars of dead money is going to be nothing for a team. I uh, want to see Bradley Chubb take the step forward. That mm. was a big reason why they got rid of Von Miller was they drafted Bradley Chubb early, early in the first round of, uh, back in 2019. What, or 18, excuse me. He played 16 games his rookie season, and then hasn't. Then it was four games, then 14, and then last year he only played seven games. So I he's got to stay on the field. Uh, we talk about it all the time. The best ability is availability. But I think Denver's going to do pretty well this year. We've been talking about it before. I don't think Russell's going to be the Russell of old, but I think it's going to be enough to get them out of the, kind of the slump that they've been in, which is good news for our old producer, L. Greg, RIP.
1: That's true. But the problem is is the is the Russell Wilson of old old um his mobility i don't think is going to be the same at least no. over the next well, that's couple years what i'm years. saying is he's not he takes be a lot that more guy. hits yeah. he doesn't do his offensive line any favors with all the scrambling that he does do cuz there's smart scrambling and then there's not smart scrambling and some of that that he partakes in causes sacks it's not always his offensive line he's also creating some of those sacks by extending plays too long instead of just giving up um well, so that's
0: that's actually a really good point i don't mean to interrupt but i just wanted to say for anybody listening who doesn't understand what joe's talking about when you scramble as a quarterback your offensive line has a set position where even if they get beat their coaches tell them like, all right, well, if you're going to get beat to the outside, just drive the guy past the quarterback the other way. Or like, if you're going to get beat to the inside, then, you know, try to push him to a certain direction. Well, if a quarterback starts running around and you as the offensive lineman are like, well, I'm going to push my guy to the spot. And then your quarterback runs to that spot. Like then the dude's Mm going to get it. Then he's going to be lined up. Like you can't just willy nilly run around because the offensive line is coached up and trained to push the defensive lineman to certain places. So if you, especially if you try to, and scramble they're supposed outside to win the for like what? Four seconds. Like not even three is kind yeah, the kind of yeah, three is. Yeah. But if you can count to three, four. you got to get that ball out. You can't just start running around.
1: So, yeah. Um, is he going to cost the offensive line to look even more poor uh, than they actually are? Um, and then blame them similar to the way he did in Seattle um but yeah no it's gonna come down to coaching big thing is gonna be coaching we got a first time head coach out there Nathaniel Hackett let's see if he can hack it um nah, nailed it so yeah it, it's it's gonna be an interesting thing to see um but yeah it, I'm look I'm, I'm I can't wait until Thursday I can't wait till the season starts off because that's how the NFL tricks us all the time we 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 just discuss and discuss and discuss and discuss. And then it's like, okay, are these things actually going to bore out? So I just want to see what it looks like. Um, And if they can sustain it for 17 games and if they make the playoffs, let's see what it looks like.
0: Speaking of seeing what it looks like, let's talk about the best team in the NFC. Your Philadelphia Eagles. Stacking up, stacking up, stacking up. Hey. So the Eagles have totally revamped their offensive line. Uh defense looks great obviously with the Jordan Davis pick which we were all a little skeptical about me more so than most the rub on him was if he comes in at 330 to 340 he's going to be a monster if he comes in at 360 to 380 he's going to be useless and he came in at 335 so he's he's putting in work um and then of course Nicobe Dean my darling of the draft which you guys got in the third round
1: by the way uh, a good point Meena Khan keeps putting uh pointing out on her podcast um one of the one of the theories people thought that he may be slipping is because medicals, maybe he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. He's been playing in every preseason game, so we still don't understand why he was... Is it just his stature? I thought it was the
0: height thing, because he's 5'10".
1: Yeah, it's so weird, because people started making up different scenarios, like, oh, maybe he has an injury that no one's talking about. Maybe unless, there's a medical thing, and Unless it's like, there's
0: a thing that was not disclosed, which is very possible, because the University of Georgia takes... And I'm not... But saying he's that's playing in the preseason is. No, but what I'm saying is If maybe there was something that happened That nobody knows about Except the coaching staffs Because they call Georgia And they go, listen, this happened No one mm. reported it oh, Nothing happened about it But this is what happened And oh, okay. I obviously oh. wouldn't wish that on anybody And I know that's not the case Because I feel like I've studied N'Kobe Dean long enough to know But I don't know him personally So that, yeah. I mean That's the only thing I can think of This dude was a heat-seeking oh. missile of Georgia I was screaming from the rooftops in the fir- first round late for the Jags to take them in the second round, the third round. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens, but the, the Philadelphia Eagles have totally revamped everything on that team. Jalen hurts is now the linchpin that is going to drive that bus either mm. to the promised land or right off a cliff. I think it's to the promised <laughs> land though. I think my man's going to have another Super Bowl run this year. Uh, where are you sitting as an Eagles fan now? Uh, hopeful, optimistic, skeptical. Where are you at right now, Joe?
1: Um, I am a place between optimistic and hopeful. Um, like you said, Jalen Hurts is a linchpin to all this. But uh, that one of the two things you said is we retooled our offensive line and everybody's yep. healthy for the most part. I know Andre Diller has suffered an injury in practice. But for the most part, everybody's healthy. The defensive line, we retooled as well. Brandon Graham's coming back for another year. A little older in the tooth, but... We got a couple more edge still, rushers. Is
0: Fletcher Cox still on that D line? Fletcher Cox is still so out of yeah, here, man. You got
1: Fletch up the middle with Jordan Davis, and then you go get a Hassan Reddick, who had a career year last year in Carolina. Um, the reason I put them on the top rundown this week was, though, because um, the secondary has been completely revamped. Uh, all the yellings and screaming and pair pulling moments I had in years past about the DBs and throwing Avante Maddox out there on an island with some of the best receivers uh in the nfl you got darius Slay, who's a one james bradbury who's a one and then we just got uh, cj garner garner gardner johnson um who was a safety for uh, uh, the saints straight out of south florida played for the gators uh was in a fucking melee with what mooney or somebody i don't remember for the the bears a couple years ago so yeah um, we got a dog back there. Uh We got a guy with some dog in him back there in the secondary playing safety, roaming around. So it's just like all the things are there. If Jalen and Sirianni can stick to somewhat similar game plan that they had towards the back end of last season and expand upon it and give Jalen a little more opportunity to throw the ball now with another actual second receiver, or actually two receivers. I won't say a second receiver, because both of those guys can be ones. Um, depend on the system and getting rid of Rieger. See you, buddy. Sorry, didn't work out. Wanted to hear you're not that you are not not gonna, you get gonna, gonna into drive into him to the airport. Not not gonna talk about me wanting to hear we're not gonna get into that right now. But um, and Dallas Goddard looks good. Uh, I think I think
0: Dallas Goddard on my fantasy team.
1: Championship, Super Bowl is a possibility. I'll say that Super Bowl is definitely a possibility. Um, look, we've seen Jalen Hurts carry teams carry really good teams to championships before it was in college Alabama
0: (laughs) Oklahoma to the playoff I uh wanted to point this out too. you and I know a lot of people are gonna think I'm bringing it up just as a joke but in all honesty if something were to happen to Jalen Hurts you do have probably the second or third best backup quarterback in the NFL I tried to say that with a straight face and then you had to make a comment and then I started (laughs) laughing no, but Minshew can do a Nick Foles impression where he can carry the team for two or three games if something happens to Jalen. Two or he's three comp- games, yes. He's a yes, confident yes, yes, yes. backup. Like we saw I would, I'd Brissett be okay with him year, for two to he three shouldn't games. Even be st- Jacoby Brissett looked like he couldn't even play in the NFL anymore last year for Miami, and now all of a sudden he's starting for Cleveland. Like You guys aren't in that position.
1: Two or three games, actually, yes. I, I, can, I can stomach that. Um, I thought you were saying he can... Take over and then take us. No, 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 no. I'm just, just saying run, with Jalen's
0: uh tendency and uh you know tendency to take off sometimes. If something were to happen to Jalen, you guys aren't like shit out of luck.
1: No, yeah.
0: For a few um, weeks.
1: Yeah, very stoked about what this season may bring. But uh all right, do we... you want to
0: set this up? Because this is your thing.
1: So uh tell everybody buddy, what we're getting into. My buddy from work, he's a bit of a degenerate gambler. He's Canadian though, so that works out for him. It's legal up there. Didn't have oh, really... I was
0: gonna be like, Does that mean I was he like, didn't this have a deal with like, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm here. Irish. I'm like, oh, I don't think those are mutually exclusive.
1: Uh but he, he used to be a parlay monster and send me all his parlays. Uh but I mean he'd win. He'd win more than he'd say lose. you vetted him, right? So, this isn't just yes. some guy that So yes. Um, and at the worst, uh, don't put all your eggs into the Brian basket. I'll say that he did say the first couple of weeks, you know, our crap shoot, you're kind of feeling out the team, see what they look like. And, uh, if he sucks, you know, we just get somebody to laugh at for the next couple of weeks. We will be keeping track of his record. Um, I think everything's going to be against the spread, but without any further ado. Joe, Brennan, appreciate the uh,
2: appreciate the shout out, been listening to the show for a little while, Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say I bet my baby's milk money, but uh, I like to throw a few shekels here and there in the game, Uh, think about week one, week one is a crapshoot, it's, uh, you you know, you don't have any data, you don't know uh, what the teams look like, you know, nowadays, preseason, you know, you play your starters, you don't Really, in terms of... You know, Get line, to it, bro. You you're, you're going in blind. You bet storylines, and you bet uh, historical context. Case in point, my first pick. You got Miami, New England. Now, interesting facts for you. Miami is 7-2 last not. home games. Even in the heyday of Bellet Sheet and Brady's fucking <laughs> deflating balls. <clears throat> not a Greatest Patriots average. fan. Um anyway. No. Uh, Miami's got minus three. Um, I'm going to take Miami to cover on that one. Sometimes you Miami line, minus sometimes three. You fade it. Uh, something about that Baker Mayfield, though. He's a real got a real chippy, pricky personality, I'm telling you. He is going to clear Cleveland a new A-hole this week. Now, I don't think he's got a historical MVP season. I don't even think he's going to have a great season out.
1: Are you sure you're talking to the bike next time, Brian. 7, 10. Yeah, he's but, fading. You know, this super there it is. There he is. Cool.
2: He is going. He is back. To take Cleveland to the woodshed. I got Carolina to cover the minus two and a half uh, all day long. Brings Ooh, me like my three. third game my beloved Seahawks. Russ coming into Seattle.
0: It's a Seahawks fan. Well,
1: mm-hmm.
2: British hope kicks
1: Br- British Columbia, Carols, Vancouver, boys. out of
2: touch, antiquated, arrogant, fucking ass. <laughs> Pete Carroll's egos would cost Seattle a dynasty. Russ is going in there. He was, he was so was careful
0: good. not to curse in the first two picks. So minus
2: six. Now the line started at minus. Five, Heart got too close to cover the minus six. That's a pretty Denver minus six one. I got three covers uh, That's how I see it Well, We'll see how the record is We're going to do three of these a week Maybe with a lean here and there Oh, so are we? we? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're three <laughs> a week. Of the course this season A good a, gambling, a good handicap Is more than half The pros of the pros They are about 55 to 60% Anyone above that is lying Anyways, guys, appreciate the time. Appreciate being on the show. Looking forward to uh, the season ahead. And uh, go Lions.
1: There he is. Wait, what? Go Let's Lions. There we clarified go. Clarified something I missed. Thank um, you so
0: much, Brian. We're going to give um, some technical notes for everybody listening. Don't worry. We're going to get it a, a little louder next week into yeah. the mic. Record a little louder. It'll is end that up a bumping up. So it And end. Uh,
1: let's not talk about it. Will end up bumping up, uh, once we put it through all the compressions and everything. So it might not be as bad. But okay,
0: that's true. That actually happens. Starting all point. The
1: time. Let's get that a little louder.
0: Yeah. Um. I agree. I agree with everything he says. I think Bay- so. Bayfield's he had gonna dolphins, gonna Fuck up Cleveland. I think the dolphins, dolphins are
1: minus fuck up three. It's. For <laughs> Brandon can't stop cursing. Uh, the dolphins minus three. Carolina's minus two and a half and uh denver minus six i believe yeah
0: yeah okay <clears throat> so i will make note of that i'm with him on all that too so thank you brian that was a fun segment let's let's start doing that every week and then maybe halfway through the season or in a couple of weeks in we can actually get him on the show if he's doing poorly and just be like dude well i
1: will say though the one that scares me is the cleveland one because yes cleveland's oh. gonna have jacoby Brissett out there for offense but that defense is still pretty good.
0: Yeah, they still have that stacked defensive line. That's a true, that's a good point. And then they also have their entire. The is Kevin Stefanski offense is based off of the run game, even with the healthy quarterback. Exactly. They do a lot of play action and stuff. So they still have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Those guys didn't go anywhere. Nick Chubb, my starting running back for fantasy. So let's hope they didn't they, they...
1: learn how, they didn't stop remembering how to run the ball over yeah, the Yeah, so I.
0: Actually, the more we're talking about it, the more I feel like the storyline, like Brian was saying, the storyline is something fun to bet on, like, oh, Baker's going to go in there and torch him. But when push comes to shove, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I know they're, mm-hmm. d- the Browns aren't going to be able to score a ton of points, but I don't really know if Carolina can Carolina either. can. That's my I yeah. think. So, so we'll see what happens. This is why I love the football be. season, baby. All Brandon. right, we're. Going to make a pivot. I keep forgetting you're hosting. A couple big things happened in the NBA since the last time we spoke. Big injuries. But first, let's get to Utah Jazz's Donovan Mitchell. I guess um, Danny Ainge listened to the podcast last week because (laughs) I was like, I was like, Donovan's going to be stuck on this team. They're going to be a middling team. They're not going to get any good draft picks. They're not going to get any free agents, yada, yada, yada. And then within 24 hours, Donovan Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The darling team of last year has one of the better young cores We've talked about on and on and on. Uh, didn't they gave up quite a bit, but not a, not a huge haul, not like onto the Kumpo kind of a haul. Uh, Joe, give me your breakdown. <laughs> what do you think is what do you think is happening?
1: I think the trade works. I think the trade works out for both teams. Um, Depending on what Cleveland's uh, goals are, I don't think this makes them a championship contender um, because, again, I don't think a 6 2 shooting guard volume score is going to improve your team so much. Um, It gives you box office, it helps you get a couple more marquee games, Um, it makes you look like a team to. Uh, for potential free agents to want to land there in the next year or two. But I still think with uh, with Jimmy Butler in the name of the game is wings. You got to have big wings who can score and do a lot. So Jimmy Butler in Miami, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in Boston, onto the Kevin Durant. I mean, just the list goes on and on. The bigger guys who they can't they can't defend. Donovan Mitchell can't defend, Darius Garland can't defend, and Isaac Oku, I don't know his last name, can't defend. Um, so a lot of their defense is going to rely on Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Uh, back there, pretty much clean anything that uh, gets to the rim. Um,
0: I heard somebody say that so they thought Evan Mobley reminded them of a young Tim Duncan. Do you think that's blasphemous? Or?
1: Um, I don't think it's blasphemous, but it's just... Uh, if he's a if he's a young Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan's not guarding anybody at three. Yeah, Tim Duncan's true. not guarding Kevin Durant. He's not guarding Giannis. Like, yeah, I, I, Giannis in the middle, in the post and whatnot. But like outside, like if you pull that guy out, how much can he do? That's now true. you got Jared Allen to clean up in there, which is good, but it's not. You're not you're not able to get the most out of Evan Mobley if you're pulling him out.
0: That's true. I uh, I agree. I think the the trade helps them offensively. Uh, obviously, like you said, he's a volume scorer, but I don't think it's going to be one of those things that pushes them over the top. But, I mean, they were pretty close to the top last year. I mean, they were the three seed until they had a couple of injuries. Just to break it down for everybody listening, if you're not sure what the trade is. Um, so the Knicks thing fell through. The Cavaliers sent the Jazz. Markkanen, um, Ochi, Agabaje. Am I saying that right? Jesus um, Colin Sexton and then 300 protected first rounders 25 27 29 and then two pick swaps in 26 and 28. The NBA you're not allowed to send consecutive picks to a team. Uh that was a rule that happened because of some owner whose name I forgot, but he was just trading all of his picks for these superstar because, players. I
1: think it was cuz the Heat was it? I think it was um It was
0: in the 80s if I'm not mistaken.
1: Was it? Oh, I thought it was because of uh I might just be recency biased. I thought it was. Uh, why can't I fucking think no, of No, it was uh, something that
0: happened in like the 80s or 90s. It might have been the Bobcats owner. Somebody was just dumping picks. 80s or 90s? I'm not that right. All right, I'm going to have to Bobcats
1: came in like in 2001, 2003. Did they? Yeah. But no, why can't I think of the Heatles? Uh, what was that team referred to? Super Team, the Super Team of the Heat. They just traded a bunch of picks basically to everybody. Because they did signing trades for LeBron and Chris Bosh. Brennan is Googling, trying I'm to figure Googling. out when the consecutive draft uh, rule was implemented. What are you Googling, per se?
0: Draft rules, but it's not. The only thing I'm finding is the 2017 thing when they approved, when they redid the lottery system.
1: Okay, well, we'll continue to look at that. Uh,
0: Ted Stipin rule. Found the it. Ted Stipin rule, you've probably never heard of Ted Stipen, The former Cavs owner in the NBA would like to be forgotten. He was the the way he ran his NBA team. Um, the Ted stipend rule still holds weight today. No team can trade consecutive first-round draft picks. This rule was implemented due to stipends, abhorrent ownership period with the Cleveland Cavaliers. When he once traded away five consecutive first-round picks in an unprecedented move, the NBA actually had to intervene and freeze the team's draft picks over several years. Okay. Uh, this took place in, 19- I think took place in the 80s. I see. Yeah. yeah,
1: 83. Yep. Well, he sold the Cavs in 83, so it might have took place in the 70s. But uh yeah. No. Called Well, it. he owned the team for only 3 years.
0: Called it Called he it.
1: He traded away five top 11 picks. Four went to the Mavericks. I'm going to
0: say it, Joe. I believe I had that. The
1: fifth one was a number one overall pick in 82. That went to the Lakers. So and that now, was James Worthy.
0: Was it? Oh. Yeah. God. So now obviously the NBA has rules against draft picks and stuff, but they still traded away four draft picks, two pick swaps. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think Mitchell's, like I said, going to take him over the hump, but I also do think that he is a good offensive input for the team. Uh, But again, like you said, how much can a volume score really impact a team? Six,
1: two volume score. Exactly. Uh,
0: Speaking of impacting a team, there has been a massive injury for the Boston Seas. My Boston Celtics, Danilo uh, Gallinari. I don't know. Danello Gallinari. Thank mm. you. The uh, rooster. The rooster uh, was picked up by the Boston Celtics uh, over the offseason um, and now is out.
1: Yes, torn ACL. Torn ACL. Um, um, playing over in the Euro basket. For Italian. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to qualify for right now. Maybe the FIBAs, I'm assuming. Maybe yeah, it just um, says,
0: uh for playing for the Italian national team, that's all it says.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. This goes back to uh. Guys are gonna get hurt anywhere. We people were up in arms about Chet Holmgren getting hurt playing pro am. Um. They're probably gonna be less up in arms about Gallinari getting hurt because he was playing Euro basketball. But yeah, guys are gonna get hurt. It sucks. Um, it really sucks for Boston because he was going to add some
0: size and depth yeah.
1: to that team.
0: This was a whole. This was a trade they made with the Pacers for the depth for the offensive push. Um, and this was a free agent signing. Are you sure? they
1: Brogden from the Pacers.
0: I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. I'm sorry. Yeah. So they got Brogdon from the Pacers, and then they got brought in uh, Gallinari. This was all done for depth because they got chased out of the gym last year by golden state which i believe i had that uh and so it's one of those things where it just you you hate to see it especially for a guy that was gonna see the court it's one thing when it's a rookie and they've got their whole career ahead of them, but he's 34 so this might be the end of it so it's yeah. just it, you hate to see it especially because boston was really touting their depth and it's interesting to say oh a team was really you know, harping on their depth going into next season when it, they only acquired real two real players. But it's like, well, one of them's out, and now that sucks. But we'll see what happens as far as the long-term effects. I mean, Boston made it to the finals without him last year, so we'll see if they can do it again this year.
1: Good point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, the reason they were touting their death also is because they were adding him to an already deep team. But yeah. Um, not deep at where they wanted to be in that wing position. Somebody who can hit threes um and relieve uh Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown if need be. Uh put up some buckets in bunches. Uh but yeah. All right.
0: Moving on, college football has started. We are now in week one or week one just finished. We did have not, week not zero. done yet. Not
1: huh? done yet
0: oh no we still have tonight Clemson Got a at Clemson Georgia
1: Tech. Georgia Tech game that's uh, a yeah. dragon ass
0: riveting so excited uh, I am been out on college football for a while now oh, actually man. since we started doing this podcast I kind of been out on college football um, yeah FAU I was destroyed Charlotte in week 0 43 to like 13 and then we were leading against Ohio the whole game and then they kicked a field goal to win 38 41 so that's disappointing. Uh, sure. College football is now announced in 2026. We will be moving to a 12 team playoff. It's a money that's grab. True. That's all anybody ever cares about. I've got nothing money else grab. to say. I'm over it. I don't really like it. The best thing about college football is getting ready for the NFL draft. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, Joe.
1: The best part of college football for you had to be playing in it, right?
0: Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago when all that stuff was still fun.
1: Um. Yeah, twelve team playoff, all for money. Don't see why twelve teams are necessary. Um, I I disagree with me if you think, Greg and Kyle, yeah, more games, more opportunities for kids to get hurt and ruin their lives. Um, but 12 teams are not there's never been like a, year, a, nine, a, a year. I was gonna say there's never been a year. There's never been a year. Not even not even let's not even take it to NFL nine and seventeen. There's never been a year where I'm like. Five teams could definitely win it this year. Yeah, it's no, there's three, there's three max. There's three, there's four max, three, there's really three max, but there's four on an off chance. Uh, a couple of things that happened, maybe they had an injury early or an injury in one or two games to their star quarterback. And then he came in, came back later and they lost one game or whatnot. Um,
0: I just want to, yeah. I want to say this. Remember, and you'll remember this because you're a big fan of college football, or you used to be, the UNL. I don't care
1: for randomness. I want the best team to win. I don't care about randomness. Remember when it was,
0: we can't when they had the bcs and it was well we can't go to a playoff because it'll interfere with finals we can't add games and then they added like one or two games and they go but we can't do any more games because it's going to extend way too long and it's going to go into like winter break and all this kind of stuff and then they said well we can't expand they just keep making shit up like they don't care about academics they never have cared they about don't. academics it's obviously just about the money the ncaa has weaseled their way out of paying players with the nil now the players can get paid thank god but the ncaa has nothing to do with it and it just is you,
1: inc- sorry to interrupt but the one $1.2 billion that this is going to add In revenue to the NCAA The students who are actually playing in the game will not
0: see a penny Of no at all And tuition's still going up everyone's all up In arms about this loan forgiveness It's like it's 10 grand dude like I, I Was on a partial scholarship and it's I still took grand, out 50 actually. G's um, For yeah for some people it is 20 uh, so it's just I I don't like What college football has turned into I love The pageantry I love the rivalries I love the tradition so- but all of That is going away I have less of
1: an issue of what it's becoming. If they're going to make a money-making machine, sure, go for it. But pay the players, pay the people who are going out there day in day out. You're paying the coaches an exorbitant amount of money. Why not pay the people who are bumping, crashing their heads into each other yeah. day in day out? Um, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna be cold, heartless, venture capitalist business, sure, go for it. Just pay your employees basically. Because this is what these guys are. These guys are not students anymore. These guys are employees. They wake up, go to practice, go sleep in a class because they're tired after practice, and then go back to practice again. Like, That's not the life of a normal student.
0: At all. And it's... I just... College football, and I've talked about this before, afforded me an opportunity that most people will never have in their life. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. The thing that bothers me now is the lack of parity... There's no there's no real surprises like, you know, we end the show every week with saying that's why we play the game. But in college football, you don't really see that. It's like the best teams always win. The best teams always get the highest, you know, five star recruits and yada, yada, yada. So it's just incredibly frustrating. Ohio State has had three different coaches in the last, what, seven years. And they've been destroying teams. And it's still like it's just like it doesn't it's not the coaches. It's not the it's just the establishment. And I don't I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of college football anymore except for FAU, who lost yeah, a close one. not college football is,
1: of most of college is, like, there's a chance element to it as far as, like, baseball, basketball, softball, volleyball. There's, you know, the best teams are the best teams, but there is an element of chance you can get a Cinderella story with Mary Marymount making it to uh, the Final Four, or if they were even made it to the Final Four, would not. George Mason uh, yeah, must go yeah, back yeah. 20 years. Um, but with college football the best team the team who spends the most the team who has the best strength and conditioning coach is going to be the team who lasts the longest and makes it the furthest it all comes down to the men versus the boys
0: another thing i do want to point out and this is just my own bias this is is, a very
1: funny pivot by the way go ahead
0: there oh yeah (laughs) there is something incredibly frustrating um with some of the So a lot of the college athletes are obviously pampered to hand over foot. And just in my experience, dealing with those players versus some of the like the veteran NFL guys who have been cut, who have been humbled, who have been traded for pennies on the dollar. Those people, those those guys are a lot. Jalen Rager well, those guys are just a lot cooler when you meet them. Like they don't Mm. have this weird arrogance about them. And I know I'm also not 20 years old. That's what I'm saying. And so like (laughs) just everything about the college football experience, other than when I played has really turned me off. Cause I've, I've served these guys, I've waited on them and the, the younger like picks and stuff, they're just dickheads. And I'm like, wait till you get traded, wait till you get injured. And then all of a sudden you get cut and you're like, wait, what happened? Like, it's just this lack of experience and just because I've met a lot of them on a personal level just in the job I'm that a I do
1: student I don't know why it, I don't know what this pivot is it's not I, I'm just saying them. like
0: there's a weird arrogance um, around a lot of these elite college athletes because in college there's so many options you have to basically pamper these guys so they stay at your school and they don't transfer mm-hmm. out so they've had this, There's this weird arrogance and entitlement To some of these guys Just on a personal level That I just don't like I'm going to be honest I just don't like it Like some of these veteran NFL guys They're very humble and they're super cool But some of these young guys And it also probably has to do with being a millionaire at 20 It's just kind of like I'm going to kick you in the dick man Like don't talk to me like that
1: He just made like like a textbook argument Against paying players No, no, no no. I think the payers should get played (laughs)
0: Because they're putting their body on the line I'm just saying but they're going to be more of a dick. But, but that comes with it. That they're not mutually exclusive. What I'm oh, saying okay. is okay. Okay. because okay. there are so many colleges that you have to basically pamper these guys or else they'll leave. In the NFL there's 32 teams. If you don't make it, you don't make it. So those mm-hmm. guys are just obviously and they're more mature too. So they just have a lot I just I think you just said you hate college kids which on a is personal fine. yeah. I just I just don't, don't like want college, hang out with kids. A college they're kid. They're fucking either. punks. Get <laughs> off my lawn. I don't like you.
1: Well, in 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 the in the awkwardness of pivots, um, I will say now that NIL is a little more settled in. uh, I do like I did like watching college football again. Uh, I kind of was out when the pandemic happened, and uh, this weekend uh, I kind of dipped my toe back in. Um, There's been a lot of college football talking. It's not even the you being back. It was uh, my hatred for George uh, for uh, Ohio State and wishing. This was a real awkward situation. I hate Ohio State. And I hate Notre Dame, but I hate Ohio State more because they've grieved me more because they beat us in that national championship game, which they really did beat us in. Um, and I've never had to, I've never lost in Notre Dame in my lifetime. So I don't really hate them that much. They're just annoying and uh, self-righteous assholes. Um, and they lose it every time you need them to win, just like this weekend when I wanted them to beat Ohio State, but then they lost. Yep. Um, I was also rooting for the black coach, but it's besides the point. Yeah, um, have
0: you seen some of the ads that he's done? He's, he uh, seems like a real cool players coach.
1: Seems like a real cool guy. Really hope uh, they gave some of the kids money when they revealed that Las Vegas. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the hangover thing. Yeah, the hangover thing. I really hope they paid the talent there because they were talent on the yeah, set. Sag minimum, baby. But anyway, um, it was fun watching Virginia Tech lose. Old Dominion, Kyle. North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina almost losing to Appalachian State. Appalachian State. Uh, NC State almost going down to East Carolina. Um
0: Virginia Tech, you said that already?
1: Yeah, vatech I'm saying Vatec this week, Kyle. Sorry. vatech going uh going down to Old Dominion. I think like that's Kyle. Time, like the second time they've lost Old Dominion. Um Florida, I'm so mad Florida beat Utah. That was a that was a close one. A little bit of a nail biter there. Georgia looks dominant as hell again. Uh thrashing, throttling Oregon. Oh, uh, that wasn't even a game. It wasn't even close. Um yeah, Miami won 70-13, seven, beat the spread, plus, well, minus minus. Shout out Bethune 49. Cookman,
0: Daytona 386 in the building. Gang, Shout gang. out to
1: 386, uh, taking that check. We just helped them pay for their, uh,
0: their coaches Student and whatnot union. for like the yeah. next
1: like 20 years, probably. Um,
0: Those checks normally Houston, range between 800 to 1.5 mil.
1: Houston in a very, very, very close game against uh, Utah, Utah, University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, Pulling out that game by two points. The Roadrunners coming at you. Roadrunners. You know who went and coached there at one point? Larry Coker. After he got fired from the University of Miami. Um.
0: So yeah. Remember he won that national
1: championship and then he he just kind of and then he won that second one. (coughs) Then they robbed us. Yeah, and then Um, he just kind of faded into the. Well, he was never a good coach. He was a caretaker. The players ran that. The players ran
0: that shit And if we know anything about college players, they're fucking dicks.
1: Are they? I mean, You'll be surprised how quick quick.
0: quick name it hits quick hits. Time for the quick hits. We're gonna get through this quick.
1: Quick, we're not. <clears throat> we're not? No. Uh Brennan, WNBA playoffs have been quite the spectacle. Um lit up Twitter yesterday. I don't know if you were paying attention. Uh series not, both are. are Series in Chicago is two to one. Uh, they're up two. Suns are down with one win. And then you got the Aces and the Storms. The Aces are up two. Uh, the the last like three minutes of the regulation of this game was insane. Um, at one point, I think uh, Chelsea. No, not Chelsea. Rick, Rick, hmm, can't remember her name. Williams. I'm gonna say Williams. It's like Wakana. Yeah, Wakana. Raquana Williams hits a deep three to cut that lead. Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany, <laughs> Tina Charles misses two free throws. Uh, the Aces come back. Uh, Asia Wilson gets a sweet left hand layup in there. Sue Berg, the GOAT, hits a deep three, deep corner three. I don't know how a corner three can be deep. I just added an adjective for no reason. Uh, Sue Bird hits a corner three
0: to go up by two. Fun fact, corner threes are always as deep as they are. With
1: point eight, that's true. With point eight left on the clock, Jackie Young gets an inbound pass, throws it off the glass, gets it in there. We're going to OT. And then Chelsea Gray just went off, hitting like two threes in OT and just pushing that game out of hand um, to give the Vegas Aces a 12-point win over the Storm. Um, I still think... Look, I've said, you know, going into the postseason, I think this is the Aces year. Uh, They were the best team all year. They have the best starting five. Uh, De'Erica Hamby will, I assume she'll be back at some point. But if not, I mean, Stokes has been playing well at the center position. Young has stepped up a lot. Chelsea Gray is out of her mind in this series, honestly. Um, And Aja Wilson, back-to-back 30-point games uh, with double-digit boards. Uh, They just look like they got it all. Um, they're going to run into, uh, a more seasoned team in Chicago, who I think will win, uh, and make it to the, to the finals. But the aces are just, they're just so good not to win one in this window and getting Becky Hammond and Becky Hammond drew up some beautiful plays. Uh, each play they scored on was a play drawn up by Becky Hammond. And we got like insane access. Like we were hearing what they were saying in the huddle and shit. And I was like, yo, do we want to, like, well, I was like, ESPN, back off of it, turn the audio off. Jesus Christ, let her have some uh, privacy here. But um, no, they looked, uh, the Aces looked all as the number one team as they are.
0: Let's go. Okay. Uh, Brennan. Oh, are we getting into the Prem? Uh,
1: let's get into the Prem last. So we, Do we go along on the prep? Um, Serena lost, Breton. I was heartbroken. Oh, man.
0: That was upsetting. Lost in the second round. Uh, What was it? Three sets? Uh, Yes. Fought her way back, though. She was down 5-1 in the second set and fought her way back, uh, but just could not get over the hump. Uh, It was incredibly sad. I thought it would be like I talked about it last week. I thought it would, you know, backing her into the corner. I don't think she should have done the doubles with Venus. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. that kind of took something out of her the night before. Um, It's just it's a sad thing to see. Serena, one of the greatest athletes of all time, again, doesn't no qualifier, no female athlete, no women's tennis, one of the greatest athletes of all time, period. And it looks like it's over. And this was kind of a I'll be honest, just as a um, spectator, kind of a shit way to go out In the second round of the US Open But she always round. Third round She'll always hold a special place in our hearts She is one of the greatest of all time The greatest of all time in tennis, I would argue And then one of the, like I said, the greatest athletes Joe, what'd you, what'd you think of the match?
1: Um, Sad, I didn't get to see the third round match uh, Saw the first two matches Didn't get to see this one But, um, I mean, heartbroken After finding out that she lost uh, I was having dinner with family, and so I missed it. Um, Brendan just dropped something. Um, I think he's broke something. Um, just, just, and he's picking up the I pieces. I broke my heart. I like, broke my I was heart. Like he's picking up the pieces, just like the pieces of my heart. I just went down. Um, but in other unrelated news, in actually related news, Coco Golf uh, made it past the fourth round, and she would go to her first quarterfinals at the U.S. Open. Shout uh, out, Coco, Coco Golf from South Florida, Delray Beach. Shout out. I'm um, pretty sure she has two half-Haitian parents or two full-Haitian parents. Five or? six
0: one in the building.
1: Um, uh, five six one. What's up? Um, so yeah, uh, that was cool to see. Um, Nick Kyrios, who has not a fan. I'm gonna say who has a looming domestic violence situation beat the number one Danilo Medvedev, um, to move on to the quarterfinals.
0: I was just gonna make a beating side. joke, but that seems uh, inappropriate. It's very inappropriate.
1: Um, Francis TFO. Uh, American beat Rafa Nadal today to move on to the quarterfinals as well. Um, oh, Jessica Pagula, the daughter of uh, the Bills ownership. She won today as well to move on. So we will keep monitoring the open. Now, Brendan, we can move on to the
0: prem. The prem. We got to get a sounder for this. I gotta get it it. It's the quick hits. I know we're supposed to be quick about this. Uh, huge loss for our Fulham yes. team. We lost to Tottenham, uh, but it wasn't that bad. I originally, when I texted you, I was like, oh, this sucks. We lost two one. And then you're like, yeah, it's not that bad of a loss. And then I look, Tottenham hasn't lost yet in the season. They are out of the six games played. They are four wins, two draws, zero losses. So they I'll are one take of that. the
1: two undefe- two of the undefeated teams. here Yeah. have not lost a game. Tied man, a couple times but man I city lost. i
0: believe is the other one uh yes arsenal is leading arsenal ended up with five Michigan. wins and one loss so it's um we're still in the top 10 not not anywhere near knock on wood the relegation zones the long season was it? 40 game season 30 game season so we still access up? every week 38 games i, I was so close uh <laughs> so we still have a long way to go but i'm very excited for fulham i wanted to talk to you because we were talking about the the striker um Alexander before Alexander Serbian, Mitrovic Yeah the man on fire. striker You said that uh, Yeah six games six goals You said that we picked up Some people in the transfer portal I was unaware of this though If you want to You want to lay that out for us
1: Yeah we got a couple of transfers uh, Late transfers coming in At the deadline day Which was the first um, We got Willen uh, William uh, Who played for Plays for the Brazil not Played for the Brazil national team Played at Chelsea for a while Played at Arsenal for a while we got him because our starting two wingers, Harry Wilson and um, Solomon, I can't remember his last name because he never even got to play a game for us because he immediately got hurt. Um, they have been hurt since preseason. So we've been going in with our backup wingers in Bobby DeCadova and Niskins Skibano. So we signed William to be our other, to be one of our starting wingers, or at least some depth. Um, Daniel James from Leeds to be our other. Um, we got... Uh, where the heck are they? I'm trying to find? Hold on. give me a second here.
0: Who are you looking for? Do, do, do,
1: do, do, do. Not Nunes uh, Vinus v- Victus. Names like Victus. We got a defensive guy. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Lewin Levin Kuazawa.
0: Yeah, I see. we got him, Levin, the French guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's on loan from Paris Saint Germain.
1: Yep, we got him from PSG. Hasn't played hasn't really played a lot in the last twelve months, but we so hoping. wait, is it
0: him, Shane Duffy, and Daniel James? Are those all the guys we got on in the transfer portal?
1: Um yeah, but not at the same time. Shane Duffy's been there for a little bit. Okay. Um uh, Daniel James we got at the last second. Um trying to find the last because he's a backup striker. Man uh, Carlos uh, Solomon? No. Carlos uh, Vinicius, um, another Brazilian national um, who can uh Mainer Solomon, that's his name. Um, he's not playing right now because he's one of the guys that got hurt. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, so just hoping that uh, these new signings could help, you know, give us some um, uh, good minutes, give us some good depth, give us some good quality performances um, and be effective subs and that'd be effective starters at some points because actually Anthony Robinson got hurt very early on in this past game and we had to bring in Kevin Mabuba. Um, But now we got Kazawa. We could put him in Kazawa, who is one of the only left backs or defensive players to have a hat trick in a championship game. Oh, wow. Um, he did that playing for the PSG. French national.
0: So, yeah. We um, have three defensemen on loan. Did you know that?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just adding depth uh because I mean you can't foresee injury and then uh bolstering some positions um especially in the back defensive wing and uh through the middle especially having somebody to back up Mitro because with the World Cup going on Mitro's going to he's going to be playing more in this season than a normal season with Serbia making the World Cup. So me you want somebody to. You don't want him playing ninety minutes every game because his work rate this season has been a lot, um, because he's actually doing a lot defensively as well as offensively. Uh, he's being a real workhorse out there for the team, and um, yeah, he's he's having a good showing and silencing all the haters.
0: I figured he would be the captain, but he's not. He Tom no uh, Tom Caron,
1: still the captain, still the ten for the Tim team Ream. for the time being. Tim Ream uh, is the... Um, I would say Tim Ream is uh, the guy out there on the field because he's starting. Um, he's uh, Tim might be the longest-tenured phone player at this point. Um, it's either up him or TC, honestly. Uh, and Timmy is a, a U.S. national, um, played with the national team a couple times. Um, he doesn't want to play in the World Cup. Well, he's not concerned if uh, he gets the World Cup call-up. Um because he's he just wants to he said he wants to just focus on being in the Premier League, being a starting center back in the Premier League. Because the That's, last two times we went up, he was our center back going help us to get up. But once we got up, we kind of benched him and brought loaned somebody in or paid for uh, somebody once we to come had the money in. To, yeah. yeah.
0: Can you name the other American? Uh, nat- uh, natural Anthony Robinson. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, the Jedi. Anthony
1: Robinson, the Jedi. Um, who was not born in America though? Born in England.
0: Heard him talk. Milton. Keny's. Keny's. God, right, these kids, twenty-five. All right. Yeah. He's Our boys are alive? now in tenth. You think we, can, we We're definitely going to hang on. We're, we're going to make this work.
1: Yeah, we're going to make this work. Our next game is against uh, Southwest rival, Southwest London rival, Chelsea. Um, Chelsea hasn't been uh, stellar this year. They just suffered an injury um, in their midfield. So hopefully we can take some advantage of that. Um, and then it's kind of just, you know, play who you got in front of you. Make sure you beat up on some of the weaker teams. Um, who do we have next? Nottingham Forest. That's definitely winnable. Newcastle. How has Newcastle been doing, actually? Newcastle. Newcastle's dropped below it. So, yeah. Nottingham Forest. Newcastle. Um who was after that? West Ham, Bournemouth, like the next, after this Chelsea game, the next month is all winnable games. Pretty, all these are winnable games up up until Man City, Man U. So we could definitely be looking at a, uh, we're still going to be in the top 10. I can almost guarantee it. with Just the run of form that we've been on lately. Uh, the amount of pressure we've put on teams, the scoring output we've had, and our defensive stalwartness, um, and getting this infusion of new uh, life and talent and people on the wings to help That's, create more oh. chances. I definitely think we're going to still be a top 10, if not creep our way into the top five with eating on some Make of these new teams. So yeah, no playoffs here. we If we are top five, for top four, we go into the Champions League tournament, next year and then if we're five or six we're going to the League tournament which is all just more money to yeah, that's what more I'm saying. resources playoff, but you know what I mean like so, let's yeah. get
0: those let's get that postseason
1: first quarter's is almost done Clemson still hasn't scored on Georgia Tech this is not even weird. I'm not even going to watch that game not watching just keep them following okay well, let's go on to the press conference
2: and we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety
0: Making soccer fans out of you folks. Let's go. Joe, where can everybody find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Headphone Joe. Oh, sorry, that's a lot. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Uh, you, can have, you can head over to my website, joedorville.com, to check out my merch or my music. Um, you can also check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. And don't forget to go to a new out to check out all the other shows on the network, a new low, which is Very funny, I want to say we had one of our funniest episodes this past week where we were just laughing our heads off for about an hour and 20 minutes. Um, And then who does a podcast? And we secured Mike Ryan of the Dan Levitard Show uh, to come and talk about the big game musical. That was a very, very fun thing and uh, a, a dream in the making for the past however many years to have an interaction with Mike Ryan that was genuine and sincere. Beautiful.
0: Well, follow me, everybody, on social media at Brennan T Comedy, Brennan Got some dates coming up in the city. Uh, keep an eye out for my one man show that'll be out in January of twenty twenty three. Also, uh, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I have comedians, actors, musicians. Joe's been on a couple of times. Artists of all kinds on to talk about their best and worst drinking drug party and getting in trouble stories. And that is ex drinking buddy. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to everybody next week, baby. That's not how we end the show, brother. I know. I was waiting for you to play the thing. There it is. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Rest in peace. Luke Knox, Dawson Dawson Knox's little brother. Linebacker at FIU, man.